Chica, and this is season two finale of Snatch Talk. Oh no, you've got their expectations up. <laughs> a snatch, a snatch is, um, you know, I just got in the mail a really fun case for my AirPods, so that's a snatch. Um, it's a Pokemon, I got a Togepi. AirPods case. It's really, it's way too big now. Definitely can't fit comfortably into my pocket, but it's fine. Well, that's uh, that's definitely a snatch, isn't it? It makes me happy to look at and hold. So, can I say what what I've been calling? Everyone calls them AirPods. I was calling them earpods for like two years. I think I I definitely. I try to say AirPods, but I definitely do say EarPods. EarPods. They're EarPods. It's fine. But what are, what are they like? Uh, are they worth it? Oh, they're it's the best purchase I've made in like three years. Really? Yes. You should definitely, you should definitely get them. Well, because um, the thing is, I want to start jogging. Like I've wanted to start a, I, I've wanted to be that girl that just jogs. For like five years, yeah. Um, and the other day I tried it. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm gonna do oh, it. How I'm... was that? Oh, it was terrible. It was shocking. My bra, <laughs> my bra was, you know, not. I don't know. I feel like my right side breast is bigger than my left side. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Every yeah. time I jog, the right one comes out, but the left one's like tucked in perfectly. Um, but. I, yeah, so I was running and I was like, great, I'm going to listen to, you know, some Drake or something, something upbeat to get me going. And then my headphones started falling out and then one of them broke. Um, So I can only hear, yeah, I can only hear you in the right side. And then like, I just saw this girl with like luscious, beautiful blonde hair waltz past me. That's so annoying. And she had AirPods on. (laughs) Oh, and I was like, maybe that's maybe that's why she's waltzing. I, th- I, I I got the um I have like the first version that are they're exactly the same as like when you buy an iPhone the the earbuds that come with the iPhone, but they just aren't wired. But now I think you can get ones that are like they have that that suctiony rubber bit in them. You know those those earbuds. Oh yeah yeah are, yeah. Like, noise canceling. I don't like those as much, but. Uh, I don't know. I think that's the new version. But whatever. I yes, I'm an AirPod evangelist. I think they're great. Oh well, that's great. That's, yeah, that's... give Apple more of your money. <laughs> no, truly, now that's they are, funny. They are really, oh, okay. They are really right. good. Yeah, I don't think I can go back. They're like a hundred and something, aren't they? I think I paid a hundred and fifty dollars for them, which at the time, and I'm, I'm at the time still now, is a ton of money. It's not like I'm in a much better financial situation than I was like three years ago. At the time, that was a lot of money. No, now it's a, even more money. Honestly, I'm poorer. 
You sound like my parents, like, you know, when they bought their first house when they were, like, 15. Well, not that oh. they were 15, but, like, you know, because my mum was, like, a hippie, a full-on yeah. hippie back in the day. Like, she was, like, a hardcore vegan for 20 years. Yeah. Um, She had really long, like, hair. She was just, like, beautiful. Um, She bought her – she bought, like, a property – like a bit of land in the bush, like in the middle of nowhere, and bought and and built a house with her bare hands, with her and a friend and her like ex partner, and there's photos of her like just with like, you know, tools with like wood, like doing the floorboards and stuff. That's incredible. And- so does she still own it? No, no, she doesn't own. It. She sold it. I think when I was born, because they my parents moved. But there's pictures of her when she's like 22 building this house. And and mind you, like my mum came from a very working class family and she got no like loans from the government, nothing, just purely her saving up money. And it's just like, how'd you do that at 22? Like at 22, literally, I'm still stuffing toilet paper in my knickers when it's my period. Yeah, at 22, (laughs) I was a hot mess. Um I'm still a hot mess. I can't imagine like then or now or in 30 years ever owning property. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. It just seems so weird, but like that reminded, like what you were saying reminded me of like my parents being like, yeah, you know, when I was blah, blah, and we bought our first property, you know, there was none of this blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Sorry, to buy a house this day and age, like to buy a dump, you've got to have a million dollars. It's but but are your parents the kind of people to be like, oh well, your generation, you have it so easy. Oh God, no, no, my oh, my not. parents, okay. no, my parents think it's harder for my generation. Like, I remember when this is where how old was I? I think I was I was nineteen or I just turned twenty and I just came back from being in New York for a couple of months. And I was really down in the dumps, like I couldn't get a job. I was living back with my parents. I went on welfare to like get me on the job seeker program. Yeah. And I remember getting drunk with my parents one night and we actually had a joint and, you know, had had a good time. And I just remember being like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I'm trying really hard to get a job. Like, I, it's yeah. not like I'm just getting high and, you know, looking up at the sky every day. And <laughs> sounds like the dream, honestly. Yeah, I know, I know. I just, this whole time being in lockdown in London, like, you know, you look outside and people are, like, yelling at each other, you know. There's just, there's a lot of anger in this city. I get it. <laughs> there's so many times that i've just been like you know what i just want to be in a field of flowers lying down naked like with (laughs) with no one around me not a care in the world no electronics nothing just me and a bit of weed and you know maybe a cup of tea but um (laughs) but yeah my parents i i've i've got really good parents in that way that they they've always said like you know it's they're they're very against the system. Like the system's fucked. Yeah. They the system make it so hard for people. I mean, just the the amount of paperwork that you have to do for like the most silly things. Yeah, it's just like sign here, sign there. It's like, oh, sweetie, do I have to sign six papers saying the exact same thing? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, my. 
my mom is definitely um like uh sensitive and like has compassion to the fact that you know like inflation and you know the minimum wage and you know it's hard it's hard for us young people now but my dad today he sent me a ronald reagan meme so (laughs) (laughs) um about like hard work so god real yin and yang when your parents were together they're divorced (laughs) um, obviously Oh my god. Yeah, no, my mom's like very normal, very compassionate, very like uh she she's she's really my biggest fan, like especially I, I'm in science and like she's not really in she's in insurance. So like <laughs> as far as she's concerned, like I'm an astronaut, like everything that I do is incredible and really it's like yeah. the bare minimum of, you know, my my field and my dad is like sending me emails about how at least we're not being drafted into a war <laughs> and oh i'm like my God. Oh, cheers dad <laughs> okay um yeah i worked full-time through college too and i still don't own a house so i don't know what to tell you <laughs> Gosh. oh yeah. my god yeah. so that's the thing in, in america because i feel like in australia that like, the minimum the minimum wage is good like when i was really good in australia yeah, I mean, there are a few dodgy places, but those are the places that pay cash in hand, which I've also worked at. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just like, I always wonder, like, American, the Americans that I've met, I'm like, how the hell did you get through university? Like, oh, yeah. It's, well, like, luckily, um, like, my dad, uh, I mean, I'm just really putting my shit on the street, I guess. So, like, when my parents got divorced, like, the one stipulation was that my dad had to pay for mine and my brother's uh, undergraduate uh, college. So, I'm actually very fortunate that he's paid that. And he's a lot of money, so, like, it's fine. Um, yeah. But, and and that's, like, a huge weight off my shoulder that I don't have, that I'm lucky enough not to have student loans yeah Um, because i know like over here in the uk you still have to pay and you still have to pay student loans but but the payments that you make after you graduate the payments that you make every month correspond to your salary so like you it it, like makes sense and they're Mm. forgiven after a certain amount of time so like yeah you're still paying off a loan but it just doesn't it's definitely it's not anywhere near as bad as like being in debt the rest of your fucking life i know like it could be in america um yeah i mean oh everybody knows america's bad (laughs) (laughs) we all know that (sighs) yeah i mean i uh luckily i'm from like the east coast like urban at the minimum wages on the higher side you know um i didn't grow up poor or anything i've been very lucky but it's tough it's tough out there yeah yeah no it is really because yeah when i like australia university system it's like once you start making over a certain amount then it just automatically comes out of your pay right and i because i didn't do like a full-on degree i just kind of did a year and two trimesters um 
Yeah, that's that's a whole nother season <laughs> on the Snatch Talk. We'll get into um, that on season three. <laughs> season three and Chica's life. Um, <laughs> oh, God, what am I saying? Um, yeah, but it was like my first paycheck and I saw it and I was like, oh, what what's that hundred for? And I totally forgot about it and it would just pay off like $150 a month and... Uh-huh. It, yeah, it's it's really good, but um, yeah, no, I um, so I started a new job today, which was you know great. Um, I love being part of the capitalist machine. That might sound like a joke, but <laughs> I really do. I'm American. It makes me feel productive. I love going to work. Um, I love getting a paycheck every month. Um, I'm sick. So, <laughs> um, um, but like. It's my first, like, full-time job in the UK, and so I don't have, like, Dan, Dan like, my husband said, like, the, the contract's not the best that it could be. Like, it's a zero-hours contract, which is bad and should be abolished, whatever. But, what does that mean? What's the zero hours? So, it's, like, it's like shift work. So, um for for this job specifically like it's working it it's like in a lab working on covid stuff so it's going to be pretty much almost 40 hours every week just cuz it's so busy but like other shift shift work contracts you might like what one week you might have 40 hours to week and the next week you might have 0 hours to week like it can really be a variable income yeah right um so that's why they're not so good but this contract, you know, I still get benefits and I get 25 days holiday. Yeah. And, you know, great. Dan was like, well, 25 days, that's like the minimum you get for a uh, full-time work in the UK. I'm like, you Lisa. have to understand. Yeah. You have to understand. I come from America. The last full-time job I had, I accrued five days off. Oh, for my the God. Whole year 25 days i'm like running around with my arms in the air like this is incredible like like, but i feel like that's what i i get i think i get 26 days which works out to be what five weeks in total right five weeks and then you get bank holidays like eight yeah those or whatever it's insane to me yeah you get 25 days and bank holidays and you just when you're sick you just call out and then you get paid for it do you not get that in america no my last job i had three sick days for the whole year really yeah gosh which seems criminal whenever i tell anybody from over here or anywhere else really about you know work stuff like that they're like this is inhumane i'm like yes i know Oh my god. So you so in America you don't get like annual leave. Like how many days would a normal job would you you wouldn't get 25 days? No. I think I think 5 is like the or maybe I got 8 that accrued in my last job, but I that think is five, so 5 is for like where I was from in America was like the 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 minimum that you had to give somebody, I think. Maybe it was even less than that. But if you're on, like, a zero-hours contract in America, like, uh, I think my like my brother is. Like, he works at a shoe store. I don't think you even get holiday. Wow. 
And, like, it's even worse over there because they'll schedule somebody to work, like, 39 and a half hours, so it's not technically full-time, so they don't have to give them health insurance. Oh. (laughs) Wow. It's an evil, evil corporation, America is. That is just so scary. I mean, like, I still want to live in New York one day, but, you know. It's not worth it. Yeah, that is so that is so crazy. I mean, we've all known about my UTI situation in Portland, which I was like horrified by. It's just um last time I was in I was in America, I was when I was in Boston, I got really sick. I think I had COVID. It was it was over Christmas. <laughs> um I had to go to a clinic to get like steroids because I was so sick and it ended up being like $300. Oh my god. So what happens, say for instance over there, I'm just trying to think of like an example of just needing to go to the doctor straight away. Like if you had, I mean, for instance, abortions over there, would, if you wanted to get an abortion, would it be really, really expensive? I am definitely not the expert. Um, If you can go to a place like Planned Parenthood, I think you can get at least part of it or all of it covered. Um, right. I know they do. They do like free like health screenings and like Pap smears and and stuff like that. But there was there was a point in my life where I was newly sexually active and I have an anxiety disorder and my greatest fear was becoming pregnant, even though hmm. I was on the most birth control um and so like i constantly looked up how much it was to get an abortion or uh like the abortion pill or something and i think i think like without insurance and stuff it's like 700 bucks wow last time i looked which was like mm, five or eight years ago i don't know so it's it's very crazy like uh it's just it's just a whole like the mindset is so different like i grew up like you only go to the hospital if like a bone is sticking out of your arm <laughs> like jesus <laughs> like you would never ever go to the hospital my first ambulance ride was over here it was lovely people were wow. so nice i told the people on the emergency line i said i'll call a cab they said no we're sending an ambulance i was like are you sure <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I mean I was fine. I had like a migraine that lasted a week and then I was like going I was truly going mad like <laughs> wow. Like see like hallucinating and stuff. But um yeah, I remember I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. My last foray in America to like it wasn't the emergency department. It was uh I went to like an emergency clinic not part of a hospital but i i uh woke up at like two or three in the morning and i just had like a ringing in my ear like really uncomfortable like a buzzing almost and it felt like there was a a bug in there and so i like called my mom and like called dan and was like i think there's a bug in my ear and they both were like you're a crazy person go to sleep um if you wake up and and you still feel like you have it, like go to a clinic or the emer- I mean, not the emergency room. I would never. Um, and then so I woke up at like I guess like seven, and then looked up. I still had the buzzing, and then I looked up the uh, closest uh, 
urgent care clinic to go to. And I drove myself there. And I told the front desk people what was going on. They put me in a room. A doctor comes in. She looks in my ear and goes, yep, there's a bug in there. And then just leaves the room. Oh, my God. And so I start freaking out because I have an anxiety disorder. And now there's a bug in my head. Um, she comes back in with like a pair of forceps and, and tries to get it out that way. And she just looks at me and goes, he's too big. (laughs) So she had to get, she had to get bigger forceps and she pulled it out. And then she was like, do you want to see it? Oh my God. And it was still alive. And it was like a full ass fly. And what? Yeah, it didn't hurt or anything, but I could like feel its wings, and and <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I I was like, oh my god, you probably think I'm so dirty. Truly, I don't know how this happened. And she was like, oh no, we see this all the time. This isn't the weirdest <laughs> thing I've pulled out of an ear. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I paid a hundred dollars and I left. <laughs> oh my god, that is so weird. Yeah, it was horrifying, and then I slept with a beanie on for, like, a year. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is... It it was really bad. You know how, like, there's that thing where it's like, oh, you eat, like, eight spiders in your lifetime or something, because they crawl in your mouth when you sleep. Like, they crawl in your ears, too, I guess. Oh. Yeah, it was horrifying. But I, um... Well, you're alive and you're well today. I'm alive and I'm well today. And if it happened over here, I would have gotten it removed for free. Yeah. Well, that's a way to look at it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a way. I think the worst thing I've... What have I been to hospital for? I think when I was younger, I had like an extra tooth growing in the middle of my teeth. I know it was terrible. Wait, (laughs) like in between a tooth or like in your palate? Well, no, 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 in, in my in my mouth. So where my two front teeth were, I had another tooth kind of starting to grow in the middle. Oh, so I had wow. this huge gap. Um, and it, was, it wasn't like, you know, how some of the supermodels have gaps in their teeth. It was full on poking out. <laughs> Not poking out, like you could only kind of see when I was, you know, opening my mouth, which was all the time because I yeah. talk so much. <laughs> But um, that's that's like one of the only times I've been in hospital, actually. And then the most crucial thing was I was like walking with my parents, like doing a bushwalk kind of thing. And there's waterfalls and mountains. And this was in summer. And um, I started like itching my vagina. I was like, it's really itchy down there. Like, what the hell? Um, And this is before like I had pubic hair. This was probably... Actually, no. Sorry, I I don't even remember. (laughs) We don't need to know. (laughs) No, you don't need to know that. But get this, a leech got (gasps) on. Yeah, I know. Absolutely horrifying. So on like my bikini line, there was a leech there and I like started screaming and I was like, oh my fucking God. And then my mum quickly pulled it off. And then I was like, my vagina is pulsing. Like what's going on? And then there was literally a leech right on top, like on on my actual um, thing, on my actual vagina, sucking my vagina blood. Anyway, (laughs) then I I just started screaming. Like, I I don't think I've ever been so stressed. How old were you, do you think? I was, no, I'm just trying to think. 
I would have been, no, you know what? I would have been 16 because, uh, yeah, definitely 16. So you definitely was... had pubic hair. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, was I 16? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't 16. I, I feel like I was 14. No, because I started getting breasts when I was 12. <laughs> All right, I was five. <laughs> Uh, no, I really don't remember. But anyway, my mum had to like, you know, oh my spread my how legs that, apart. On, how did like, that the... happen? Did you like go swimming or something? Or yeah, because it... I, I went swimming and I was like in my bikini and stuff. And I just had like some shorts, real short shorts on short shorts. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely crucial. And to sum it up, my life and my childhood in Australia, when I was younger than that, I also had a tick on my vagina. Um from just like running around in the field and that that was the time that actually my mum had to put me on the car on the front of the car bonnet on the side of the road and get her tweezers out and pull this tick out of my vagina well yeah because you need to get the head of it or else it'll keep yeah sucking exactly so i mean i've i've had all sorts of things on my vagina really oh i've had a God, leech yeah yeah no I've it was had, terrible I've had leeches and uh, ticks, but never anywhere so sensitive that I... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't remember what the pain was, but I remember fully screaming. Like, and to... I remember the tick, because that's why I was getting confused with the um, age, because the tick was when I was younger, because I remember Mm. there were, like, family friends there. But because I remember down there was so... It was so red... And it was like for days it was really sore and I had to have like all this ointment on it. And I couldn't really walk. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like. Can you get Lyme's disease from ticks in Australia? I've got no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've got no idea. I mean, I know there's all sorts of things that can kill you in that country. But, um, yeah, I mean, the amount of spiders that I grew up with, like. I kind of go on and off with spiders because I grew up with a spider in our shower called Fred. Like and a pet or just like a spider that was there? Well, like I hated kill. Well, I hated Fred, but my parents didn't want to kill him. Um, okay. And he was like a big huntsman, like a big spider. Ugh. And I know it was terrible. And I he'd come and go. It was really bizarre. Like, I don't know where he lived, but he would come and go. And my parents were never scared. Like, my parents... Like, there was a time that I fell out of the shower because he just frightened me so much. And then, yeah, oh, God, bring back yeah, so many when memories. when I went to Australia, I was driving around um, with my cousin, and I don't know where we were going, it doesn't matter, but, like, on her headrest, while she was driving, there was, like, a huge, huge spider on it. I was like, oh, my God, Emily, there's a huge spider on your headrest. And she, like didn't even look she just took her hand grabbed it and threw it out the window <laughs> i was like oh my god crocodile dundee can you give me a break oh my god <laughs> yeah no that's 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 full on there's there's so many times like that as well like because there's snakes are a thing as yeah. well and there's i've had a few moments with snakes like there was this time my family was having like a big dinner party And I was sitting on this kind of chair that was, it was kind of like made out of cane. It was, it was like a cane chair. I don't know really how to describe it. It was more so like an art 
arty kind of chair. <laughs> anyway, um, and I got up, um, I don't know, to go to the bathroom or something, and I accidentally tipped over the chair, and this huge snake just slowly starts coming out of it. And I just start screaming, and because we had two cats, I picked them up and chucked them in my room because I was so concerned that the snake wanted them. Yeah. And this snake just slowly, like not harmful or anything, but this huge snake. So I was sitting on this chair for like two hours while this snake was just curled up underneath me. And it was, was it a poisonous one or? No, I think it was just a brown snake. Um, And I think they're pretty harmless. But my dad just so swiftly just kind of got a bit of a stick, picked it up. And took it out into the backyard. And then the next day there was like this guy, I forget what his name was, but he was called the Snake Man. So you'd call him. And he was like busy. Like he he lived in a really nice house, drove a really nice car. <laughs> and his job was people would call him because people didn't want to kill the snakes. Um, yeah. And they'd call him and then he'd take them and release them into the wild. But it's like, where are you releasing these snakes? Just like, just like. A little bit, like a block away from your property, so they come back and then you have to call them again. <laughs> exactly. No wonder he drove a Range Rover. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Australia. I mean, it's um, it's a death paradise. <laughs> it, was, it was great. The month that I spent there was like the best month of my life. I loved it. Wow, isn't that interesting? And look at us now. Just uh, us now, we're one Aussie. <laughs> One Aussie, one Yankee crying away in the city of tears. <laughs> no, no, not the city of tears. It's just um, it's it's the tears of twenty twenty. It would be I would be having a lot more fun if the circumstances were different. But riding out a pandemic, Lo- London is not my first choice of where to be. I oh, feel like I feel absolutely. like I. I I tell people that I live in London and people think it's so glamorous and so cool. And I'm like, it's, it's good. I'd rather be here than America for obvious reasons, but it's not my first choice. I don't think. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of agree with you in that way. Cause like a lot of friends from back home are like, Oh my God, it's so cool. You live in London. I was just like, like, yeah, it, it is cool. Like when things are happening and you're up and at it yeah. doing stuff. But, um, I mean, most of the time it's pretty grey and wet out there. (laughs) Like, I I feel like I don't even bother kind of buying nice clothes anymore or, like, because it's I'm always just going to be in a jumper and, and like, thermals and a huge jacket. I mean, summer's pretty nice, but I don't know. I think um, because I so desperately want to be doing comedy and all that kind of jazz, but I find London, it's, I don't know, in a way it feels like it's quite small. I don't know. I don't know how to explain myself. Yeah. No, I understand what you mean. I just, I sound so stupid being like, it's small and big at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so little. It's like I know everybody, but then it's so big. Like, oh, what's past south of the river? I don't know. <laughs> God. Well, so, look, it's been a, it's it's been well, it's been great. Um, hey, look, we we started this podcast in lockdown. That's um, and we're still in lockdown. Wow. 
I know. Oh my god, I know. We're in another lockdown now. Where I know, I I literally just, uh, I just, I, I I don't know what to say anymore. I I actually do not know what to say anymore. No, it's been it's been a um a great season too. I think we'll wrap it up for right now for a few weeks at least because you have Girl Jam to work on. I have Crazy Makers. Crazy Makers. <laughs> <laughs> I've Crazy, crazy Makers. Yeah, yeah, that one that, that's coming out. Um, you have a full time job. I'm newly gainfully employed, so we're <laughs> we're busy. Yeah, and we're just we're honestly just trying to get through twenty twenty and you know, we're we're gonna come back with um I don't want to say new and approve, improved, but I no, think... No, because we don't need to improve anything. Just no, no, it's brilliant. New, some stories will be new, and I'll probably tell the bug in the ear story like three more times, because <laughs> I'll forget, honestly. And like but... the leech the leech on the vagina will appear again. That's a again. classic. It's <laughs> a classic. Mr. Sheffield. Yeah. Actually, I really <laughs> feel like watching The Nanny now. I, I swear to God, that show just puts me in such a good mood. Because you are the nanny. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I honestly ch- channel the nanny. Um, but yeah, look, we'll be back for season three shortly. Um, what do what yeah, do you say when be... like you go to an ad break? We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Well, we don't have any ads. Um, because <laughs> like eighteen people listen to this. <laughs> Can someone please sponsor us? <laughs> yeah, I, fucking okay. Listen up. If you like the podcast. Share it on social media, okay? Yeah, please. Come on, we're not. We ain't got no Patreon. Our we, life depends on it. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah, but I mean, we'll keep doing this anyway because I do like talking to you at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, there's like really, it's an empty throat. We're still gonna keep doing it. I paid for podcast hosting for the entire year. So. Yeah, look, we're, no, we're gonna keep doing it. We'll we'll keep doing it until we're fifty five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna live that long. <laughs> but yeah. So, is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off for a couple weeks? Then. Uh, just to our eighteen followers. Um, <laughs> no, actually, we've got more followers than that. Um, thanks, thanks for starting with us at the beginning of our um comedy and podcasting careers. Cause uh, don't worry, we will be sure to thank you when we're um up on stage doing our thing. Uh, I I can promise you that. Yeah, definitely. And if you're getting in now, I just feel like these um this content that we're pushing out is just going. It's gonna age like fine wine. Like in ten years, people are gonna listen back to this and cancel us for something. So. <laughs> Like so get him, get him while he can. Like Chica talking about a leech on her vagina is gonna be like, um, like there's gonna be a Me Too for leeches or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, can't wait to be canceled in ten years. Ciao for now. Goodbye, see you next time.